They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper. Homie, I grew up in hell. A block away from heaven. That corner ain't 15 minutes and move a seven. Pure snow. Bag it, then watch it go. Occupational options. Get some blow up some hoes. Shoot the ball of the strap. Learn the Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the Powercast episode 25. And we'll be recapping Power Season 5, Episode 5, entitled Happy Birthday. I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How are you doing, Rich? Doing pretty good, Gary. Uh, What's up, uh, listeners and viewers? Yeah, what's up indeed? And I'm also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you doing, Dana? Hello, everyone. I'm doing well. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, the reason we're doing this late is because I was actually in uh, New York City, you know, um, over the past week, and I was in, uh, I was staying at an apartment that didn't have reliable Wi-Fi, so I couldn't actually record the show on the weekend, unfortunately. Um, but you know, we we didn't want to skip an episode, so we're we're gonna, you know, just knock this one out real quick, and then we're we're gonna uh, resume with the schedule as normal. Um, I do want to shout out Miss Dana Abercrombie for showing me around New York. I believe yeah. we actually we actually passed some of the power locations, which is cool. So, uh, I, I I also want to give a shout out to Ghost uh, because uh, he didn't invite you to his club while you was in town, and uh, I think that's a little ridiculous because you're supposed to have you're supposed to be living it up in New York, so. He needs to work on that. Him and uh, Dre, they got to figure out who owns the club. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would want to go to the club because the way Ghost was moving this week, like, <laughs> he was moving a bit funny. But but yeah, um, so let's get straight into the episode. Uh, it, was, it was a very interesting episode. And of course, one of the biggest things that everyone is talk about talking about that I am going to bring up first is... Kendrick Lamar was in the episode and uh, I believe the character he plays is called Laces um, and yeah he's a drug addict so wh- what did you guys think of Kendrick Lamar's performance? Go ahead Dana Basically he's Bubbles from The Wire um, I loved it I loved every part of it and I love how unrecognizable he was um, I thought that it was very short. I wanted to see a little bit longer, and I wanted to. I hope he. Well, I know he's not, but I wish that he would film a little bit more scenes and just be in the background. But for me, I thought that he played kind of a little vital role, and I like that they included him. I like that um, the whole little thing. We was like, he seems to be like the person who knows everyone's business and will snitch for like the right price, which seems to be easily like twenty dollars. Um. But I really like that, and I like the ending. Remember, I was like, I was very convinced that he was gonna die. I was very convinced that he was gonna get shot. And remember when he did that whole monologue about being depressed and lonely and not having any friends, and it ended up being a, a Cymbalta commercial he was just basically reciting. I felt that there was this kind of connection between him and Kanan, where you know, for that one little tiny flicker, as corny as it may be. We got to see how isolated Kanan really was about how his inability to trust people and about how he doesn't really have any friends. He just has people that's in the game, and that's not really someone you would really trust. And the whole thing with Ghost and Tommy, he can't trust them either. So it was like that really small moment that he had where he was like contemplating like, oh, my gosh, he's right. I really do feel this way. So I liked how they introduced the character. It was like this really quick kind of like, bum rush thing where he kind of just came in out of nowhere and he you know he was smelling the cowhide from the leather jacket um i think it was great i really loved it and it reminded me of the wire yeah um i i do want to say one thing like i feel like 
there was a lot of really good acting in this episode, I think, from, you know, some of the main cast, but also, you know, Kendrick Lamar, he did a good job because he could have easily just came in and, you know, because I know a lot of celebrities that want to get on power, they just want to come on and play a stereotype. They want to be a gangster and they want to shoot somebody or something, you know, but he played a real, you know, like a different type of character that we haven't really seen represented in the show before. And, you know, um, people will probably think it's easy to to play, you know, a crackhead or, you know, a junkie or whatever, but he put a really personal spin on it. And I, I think he did an excellent job. And that scene you were talking about with Kanan, where, you know, he actually, he he kind of touched Kanan for a second and had, had him second guessing himself and, you know, thinking, yeah, like, I, I really don't have any friends or, you know, any, um, anyone I consider, you know, a, a, a personal, um, you know, relationship, you know, that I can depend on and stuff like that. And that's probably why he's so cold and everything. Um, so, yeah, like, just little things like that really made the character. And um, I think it was a, definitely a welcomed addition. And hopefully, you know, we, we might even see him again in the future. I don't know, because I feel like that's a character that, that can come back. So, yeah, I think it was it was well done. But what did you think, Rich? So I, I would like to start by saying both of y'all just gave a very excellent description on how they made that, that Kendrick character and how it connected to Kanan. Yeah, that was very, very well said. I can't say anything better than that on that particular topic. But to get on to Kendrick making the appearance, I um obviously I am a few I am a huge Kendrick fan. Uh, I listen to a lot of his music. Um I like how he did put his personal spin on the character and a lot of the stuff he was saying, like he some of that stuff is stuff that he said in some of his raps. Um I know that he did a video, uh, you know, off of his previous album called You, which is a song which he was in a bar. He was drunk singing. It is the video that is out there. It's, it, it, I really felt like a little bit of that character is the character that was also in this episode because obviously something is wrong with the guy He's going through something. But um, in this case, yeah, this 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 is a drug addict that you know, works as an informant, gets information, and is helping Kanan. So I like how they were able to implement him into this episode. I definitely want to see him make a return if they do decide to go that route. Um, and one thing I will add, based on what uh, you both have already said, I do think showing how isolated Kanan is and the fact that he doesn't have anybody that he can lean on that is pretty much, I think, setting up the fact that we've already spoken about on this show. Obviously, he does have a connection with Tariq. And if you've seen the preview of the next episode, you see, once again, they are hanging out. So I do think that you're going to see him get a lot closer to Tariq um, from here on out. But that's just uh, my my own personal guess. But yeah, Kendrick did a fantastic job. Um I was laughing when I did see the performance because when I looked on Twitter, there was this gift that was going around of uh, Alfre Woodard's character from Holiday Heart, because you know she also was a, was an addict in that movie as well. And I oh, laughed. Is that that movie's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, Ray Vines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was a very, very, very interesting movie. I, I don't really think it was bad. I I thought it was. I'm surprised he played that role, but I, I laughed when I saw that gift because even though that character did not have a, a happy ending, uh, I, I saw how crazy the character was and the gift that people were using and just instantly laugh. They did they they used that gift to describe uh, Kendrick's performance. So that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's too funny. But yeah, Kendrick did an awesome job. So hopefully he, he'll be back again in the future. Indeed. Yeah, and, and I do agree. Um, I think the closest person that Kanan can pull on is, is Tariq. And we did see that scene, you know, uh, at the end where they're kind of reunited. So yeah, uh, I, th I think that's going to uh, establish their, you know, uh, close bonding uh in in the show again um but yeah great character great addition 
Um, so a lot of other things happen throughout this episode. Um, and, you know, we see Tasha move out and everything. And uh, we see that it's Tariq's birthday and Ghost, you know, he seems like he's um, got everything under control at the start of the episode. But throughout the episode, he's kind of being broken down piece by piece by this whole uh, Dre and, you know, Tate dynamic that he's dealing with. Uh, he even he even tries to, you know, he has a, a moment with Stern um, where, like, Stern is like, the, 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 the Jamie I know would find a way to fix this. And from, for a moment, we start to see the calculating uh, Jamie come back and he tries to put a plan in motion to get rid of Dre. But then later on, it kind of backfires and, um, you know, and then we, we have those awkward scenes at the club where he's drinking and then he threatens Tate and then, you know, it continues on when he gets home and, you know, he he confronts, well, Tariq confronts him and there's that, you know, kind of devastating father and son exchange that happens. And that, that's like a, a whole nother scene that I thought was very well acted um, in this episode because, you know, we're seeing a very broken Jamie at this point and I think he he carried that off really well. But um, what did you guys think of Jamie's progression throughout this episode? Uh, go ahead, Rich. Well, I'm not sure what Dana's going to say, but I, I will say uh, Jamie was a hot mess in this episode. Um, went through a lot of emotions. Uh, obviously, the whole thing with Dre, you know, I, I find that to be very, very funny uh, that, you know, Tate is involved in this and trying to bring these guys together. Um, and really, it, it just is a situation where, you know, I think that Jamie had, a, I mean, they've had opportunities to go after Dre and they were unsuccessful. So, I guess that this is now. Now he has to put up with this. And then what? I, what I'm having a hard time understanding. Now I did see that they had the conversation at the beginning of the episode when he was talking with Tommy and Kanan, talking about. Um, and they talk about you can just kill him now. And they said no, we can't do that because now they know that I have the issue with with him, and they would think that I am behind it. So, yeah, that's um something that is now the, the issue is a lot more complicated with Dre. But as for Jamie, um, I did think the scene that he had with Tariq, that was, yeah, that was a very, a very uh, powerful scene, the back and forth. And then you get to see Jamie just a straight-up alcoholic, well, a drunk. Well, yeah, drunk drunk throughout this whole episode, really. Um, didn't bother going to um, Tariq's birthday dinner. And then, of course, they had that little, they had words with each other after that. That was a, that was one scene that I thought was, was very, was very powerful. There's another scene that I'm going to mention later that I thought was my best scene of the, of the, of the episode. But yeah, I think uh, the whole thing that James has this angle now of wanting to be a better man, of course, we saw at the end, he spoke to the pastor and he wants to try to make amends. So I, I mean, I'm not really sure what all he's he's going to do. Now, obviously, we know he killed that other guy back, I believe it was back in episode two, the uh, the drunk guy. Um, maybe he will confess that. I have no idea. But, um, I mean, it, it's going to be a very tricky for him to try to get out of this stuff because they have to get rid of Dre at some point in time. Now, maybe if he's not the one to kill him, that's fine. But if, you know, if you're trying to go through this process where you want to become a new man, some stuff is still going to have to happen before all of that that goes that, that goes down like that, unless someone else takes over instead. But yeah, overall, I thought it was. Uh, I mean, I, I personally thought that we saw Jamie at, at his lowest already, but I guess this episode definitely, by far, him at the very very lowest point of his life. So we'll see what happens from here on out. Yeah, I'm really hoping he he bounces back from it because you know this was like an extreme low point for the character like uh if, if you think about like if you compare to how strong a character he was at the start of power like the first season uh well really like the first three to four seasons like he was a very strong character very calculated and now he's just like a broken man of course he's lost a daughter but i think there's a lot more going on 
uh, with his character, like on a psychological level. Um, and, you know, I think, I think Rayner's death was really just kind of opening up some of the deeper issues that Jamie has. And we're seeing that play out now that, you know, now that she's gone and everything. So, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens from here. But Dana, what did you think of his progression and his breakdown throughout this episode? Um, first, I wanted to say I was slightly confused for like one whole second. I thought he was drugged at first. Because remember when he was at the club and he was very inebriated and that guy came to talk to him and everything looked really fuzzy at first? I thought he was like drugged. I was confused. But I think that this was one of the best episodes. I think the acting was very strong and his acting was very strong. I'm going to say what you said also that Raina's death was, you know, the catalyst for basically him falling apart. I don't want him to bounce back. That's just me. I think that this is something that should be a turning point in Jamie. And we kind of got that at the end, Remory, when oh. um, and he spoke to the priest. I think that this may be a turning point. And we kind of see like this hatred from um, Tariq. And it may seem like he's going to maybe he's acting really like his father in the younger years. And so it kind of feels like he may end up stepping into his father's, stepping out of his father's shadow to basically become like the new ghost, just unknowingly. Um, but I think that this was a very great episode. I love the episode, um, the scene between him and Tariq when he came stumbling in with the box of Air Jordans that Angela helped him get. Um, I felt that those two, it was one of those scenes that was just seasons in the making. And I found it really interesting about how Tariq, I know we're not going to talk about Tariq a little bit, but I just wanted to say Tariq came across as really ungrateful. And that just really kind of hurt ghost even more and remember how he kept talking about Raina during their argument and I think that it was probably something that Tariq will regret saying later on but he probably wasn't right in what he said and so this is going to be something that really stays with him and I would love to see in the next episode remember how we got I think the episode before this or maybe the, the second one before was he thought he saw the ghost of Raina in the crowd during that like opening that he was doing at that speech thing and he kind of lost it and ran out. I wonder if we're going to see more of like Raina haunting him and the words that Tariq used, you know, to haunt him even more. And this will help him step down from the business. So I really think that this episode is wanting the, was one of those um, turning points for the whole series. So that's, I think I loved it very much. The acting was just incredible. Yeah, can, can I make a quick comment, Gary? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that, uh, that Dana said, as well as you. One point I just wanted to throw in there, I, I definitely want to give a shout-out to the writers and the fact that they found a way to bring Stern back. And when you consider the fact that Stern was an obstacle that Jamie had to overcome before. Now he's being brought back and is going to try and help Jamie turn the table on Tate and Drake. So I, 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 I'm I, glad that they, they did that because I didn't know if they were going to bring that guy back. Um, but I, I do think it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out because he did, I do remember him telling him at that, you know, at that particular when they when they when they was at the club, he had mentioned something to him about yeah, I, I, I'm going to help you, going to help you take take him down. No, so. remember the whole altercation at the very at the club at the end when he got completely drunk and he was like basically, you just embarrassed yourself and Stern was looking at him like I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he blew his chances during that whole altercation because he looked disgusted. He was like, "You embarrassed me. You embarrassed me in front of my white friends." This is yeah. what I get from with the blacks. No. <laughs> okay, no, that, 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 that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they are kind of making um, stern that that magic 
white man friend of of Jamie's right now. So um, I I think he's definitely going to help Jamie, you know, get himself together. Uh, I think he's going to be probably the only person that's going to stick by him at this point, uh, besides Tommy on, on a street level. But on a professional level, I think maybe they're trying to make um, Stern that, you know, that, uh, that thing that Jamie can lean on in the business side of things. What's up, Dan? I see him doing that with Dre. I don't see him running back to Jamie. Stern has really great liking to Dre. He's younger and remember that whole speech thing and never during the meeting, he didn't even take his side. He was like, oh, okay. I like but, him. And remember remember that whole remember, like, Stern, Stern kind of has a rivalry with Tate, though. I just don't know, though. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to business. Nobody seems to be loyal at the table at all. And remember how he's just looking. He even kind of, when he gave that monologue, that really short piece about we already have a black that fills this position. We don't need two blacks with the same, you know what I mean? The same type of characteristics. He just views them as just playthings that just help him get along in business. I don't see him actually being loyal. It's to make him look good. Oh, yeah, I'm helping a black guy. Yay, me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's how their friendship started, but I feel like like Stern showed some... He showed something else in this episode, I feel like. like and I, I think that they're, they're doing that for a reason. Like, I think they're trying to make him a, a good guy, kind of. Like, because, you know, he used to be, like, the asshole. Like, I think they're trying to make him more of a good person, like, a positive person in Jamie's life. I think, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I think uh, ultimately it, it can go anyway. You know, like, like Dana says, he can just decide to distance himself from Jamie or he can work with Jamie. But I, I will say we did see uh, Stern fall from grace. And that is what he has a connection with Jamie on now because they both have fallen to their lowest points. So um, we'll see what happens if they decide to do something with that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so we did talk about Tariq. Uh, Dana, you, you brought him up and everything. So uh, what, what do you think is next for Tariq? Because, you know, that after that touching scene with Jamie and everything, um, and then we see him with Kanan, you know, after that, do you think this is like a significant turning point for Tariq specifically? And are we going to see him cause nothing but trouble I mean, he already has, but, but you know, he had that sentimental moment with his mother. Um, and I guess that kind of calmed him down a little. But then after this blow up with his father, do you think we're going to see like a a real turning point in his character and that he's going to get progressively worse now? Go ahead, Dana. Okay, one real quick. The writing was very strong with this one. And the acting was really strong. I don't know about everyone else. I was extremely engaged. And remember when he jumped up and he was like, do you wish it was me that was dead instead of Raina? And I was screaming, yes. And I think he kind of like felt that yes, because he looked really deflated during that whole argument thing. And I think the scene with him and Tommy in the car, when Tommy was like, oh, you're the little snitch. You're yes. the one who told um, Dre, where we was at. You're the one. Why did you do that? He was like, oh, it's loyalty. And he did that whole thing. And he was like, well, you're just like your father. I think that scene in the car is the most important when it comes to the where the character is going to go now. That whole speech about him being loyal because Dre was the one who gave him the location to the guy who killed Raina. I think that he's going to feel that he owes some type of loyalty to him. He's going to continue to help him. I think he's going to cause more trouble. And this time, I think that he's more educated on the fact that the trouble he's causing, but he doesn't care. I view him as trying to get back at his father. And him, you know, remember we saw in the next episode, him and Kanan again? I think that this is they're going to form some type of relationship where Dre is going to get himself into even more trouble. 
and he's going to stick by Kanan's side. And remember Tommy when he was in the car and he was like, I got some bad heat on me. These are really bad guys that are after me because of everything that you did. And Dre kind of really didn't have, not Dre, I'm sorry. Tariq didn't really have any kind of emotion when he said that. And that's supposed to be his uncle Tommy. He, I just feel that he's going to just maybe abandon everyone who has helped his father and that being Tommy, and that is going to further push him into the arms of Kanan. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, that that's definitely, uh, you know, I, I just remembered that scene with Tommy. That was definitely a significant scene right there. And I, I like that that scene showed that Tommy caught on to that. You know, he just didn't say anything, but like, you know, it's it's like okay, we 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 see what you're doing to Reek, but you know, we we care about you so much that we're just overlooking it, kind of thing. So I like that touch because it's like you know, is he's supposed to be Tariq's godfather, and he really did come across as that in that moment, you know. And uh, I think that was a really good scene. And I agree, you know, that I think a lot of this stuff is is definitely going to push him further towards Kanan, and um. I think that means there's another rift coming between, you know, the trio at some point. But yeah, um, Richard, what's your thoughts on Tariq? Yeah, uh, I pretty much agree with everything that has been said. To me personally, the scene between Tommy and Tariq, that was for me the best scene of the whole episode because I was wondering if they was ever going to address that. Uh, and I also agree, I'm glad that they made Tommy aware, similar to when he had second thoughts about, you know, Teresi coming out and how to really accept that whole situation. He questioned things. Now, obviously, still made a bad decision with Teresi. And you know, we'll get into Tommy. But, um, yeah, I yeah, I, I think without a doubt, uh, Tariq is definitely headed now in another path. And I would say, yeah, he is going to be – the next ghost. I, I'm aware that Dre is sort of seen as ghost 2.0, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I think um, even though Tariq didn't have a falling out with his mother, the fact that she didn't tell him about the fact that well, she's now now separated from from uh, from, from from his father, he was going to look at that as she lied as well. So I don't think that he um, is going to really be. I mean, obviously, he'll still be talkative and sympathetic towards his mom. But um, I think at the end of the day, yeah, he, he may only just rely on himself. You know, obviously he, he's going to be working with Kanan because we did see that in the preview. He was with Kanan. Um, but I just think from now, yeah, he's going to go down the same path that Ghost went down. He's going to really get into this drug game that caused all types of issues. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely be, be paying close attention to, to what happens because um, I heard about I didn't actually see the preview of the next episode, but I heard about some scenes that were in that. So I really want to see what what's in store for Tariq on the on the next episode or the next few episodes, actually. But um, before we get into some of the the, the other important characters, let's talk about Dre real quick. So, um, you know, obviously this whole Tate thing is distracting him from the drug game and everything. And um, we saw that Kanan was kind of lining up Cristobal's men. And, you know, that seems to be c causing some tension between Dre and Cristobal because now Cristobal is wondering, you know, who's hitting his, his guys and everything. And then you have the Jimenez and it seems like um, the, the, you know, the brother and the sister are kind of opposing each other and, they're, they're both trying to sway Dre and use him, you know, for, for their own purpose. So what do you think about Dre? And does does Dre still seem like that big bad threat to you that he was at the start of the season and the end of the last season? Like, is he, does he still come across as a threat? Because to me, he seems kind of soft right now. Like, but what do you guys think? <laughs> He's beyond soft. He's let me down so much. I'm just so sad right now at his progression. Because he started out like, you know, I, I said he was going to be the one who rules them all. But, um, gosh, he just looks like just a dummy. 
No, he's too soft. He'll get he won't even make it out alive this season, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think that's probably one of my biggest gripes this season. It's like who who is the 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 antagonist that we're supposed to be kind of like, you know, revering or, or looking at as the, you know, the the person that that's opposing Jamie and Tommy. Because right now we have Drake? it's it's all over the place. Like it's like we have the Jimenez, we have Dre, you know, uh, we have the, the random Chicago guy that pulls up sometimes. Um, and yeah, you're saying Tariq. I think you you actually have a point with that. Tariq is probably actually Drake? the main antagonist because he's doing the most. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, doing the most. He's in his feelings, and 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 he's stupid. So yeah, Tariq is the new Dre. Yeah, but you know, I mean, they kind of built Dre up to be that guy, and it's like he's looking real bad right now. Like it's like I don't know. Uh, what would you think, Rich? Yeah, uh, I understand the the complaints about that because uh, yeah, Dre was being built up, and but but I I do think um, I mean I I don't have a problem with them showing him being humbled in the last couple of episodes because he is dealing with these, the cartels. And, um, I think obviously, uh, you know, the brother and sister duo, I, I believe the brother is definitely going, is definitely on his way out. I don't know who's going to kill him. I don't know if the police are going to get to him. I don't know if Tommy and Kanan are going to get to him, but he's on his way out. And then once that happens, you know, the sister probably is going to step up and work more closely with Dre because we already know, as they acknowledged in the previous episode, the brother is a bit of a fuck up, makes bad decisions, do does all types of dumb stuff, and yet when they show the sister, she looks as though she is the one that's actually in control of that whole thing, because she has her head on. So, um, I yeah, I but but in regards to Dre, yeah, um, I know, like I said before, when when they had the uh, the little preview clip after the episode and they had the discussion and Courtney Kemp said, yeah, Dre actually was supposed to originally die in the first episode, but the writers decided that they, they didn't want to do that. Um, I mean, they, they, I, my guess is they have to have some other bigger stuff planned for Dre as the season goes on. I mean, I don't know if he's going to get taken out this season. I know that there is a sixth season of power that has already been confirmed. You know, he very well could get taken out by the end of the season. And then if, you know, Tariq is going to be the new adversary, and then Tariq is, is going to be the new threat. But I, I still think that in addition to there being several threats and you not knowing who the antagonist is, I also think this season is just about everybody going down because they established that with the first episode when you really start to fear for characters that they were either going to get caught or killed. And it still feels that way now for some of these characters. So I think that is the whole thing that they wanted to establish this season. But I do agree, not really knowing who the real antagonist is is, is, is a bit of a concern. But I, I think um, they're definitely building something with Tariq. I think that Dre, he's been humbled, but he may get his mojo back. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And um, as for Teresi, you know, Teresi is a rat, as we, as we know. We're going to get into him as well. But he also is an antagonist until, you know, until until everything goes down, but we just have to, I guess, wait and see. And of course, Kanan, because we know Kanan has other motives. He's working with Tommy and Ghost for now. This isn't going to be a, a full partnership that's going to last forever. So at some point, there is going to be some more turns. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see which direction they go. But I think that a lot of stuff is going to get cleared up. But again, I don't think anyone is safe this season. Well, with with Kanan, he's been sprinkling seeds of deception throughout the whole season so far. He's been trying to break them up after their super friends incident with the warehouse when he almost got shot. Remember, he kept saying, you know, you can't trust Tommy. And he's remember, he's trying to pull Tommy and Jamie away from each other. And mm-hmm. he seems to be laying more into Tommy saying, Joe, you can't trust ghosts. Ghosts is not to be trusted. Ghost is dealing with other things. He's not here right now. He can't presently, you know, he's not focused. So he's been sprinkling that throughout the whole 
um, episode in the whole season. So I never really saw them together, aside from when just Tom, when when Kanan needs something, then he wants to be best friends with everyone. But he's always like in the background, playing with their heads. Yeah, and then they have the scene where after he does or says something, then he laughs to himself with mm-hmm. the little snicker. Yeah, I find that very funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then yesterday, not yesterday, sorry, last week, where he shot the guys, he set them up to make him look like the good guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Gary really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoy all Kanan scenes to be honest. But yeah, um Kanan is definitely he's one of the most interesting characters because you never know what he's gonna do next. You never know what he's thinking and what he's planning. And um he's what Ghost was supposed to be, you know, in terms of being calculated and you know, um actually taking actions, you know, and keeping you guessing and stuff. But uh Ghost has kind of lost that edge and Kanan's kind of fil- filled that void a little bit, but well, yeah, um, no. Going back to Dre though Because you mentioned that Courtney Was planning on killing him off I feel like if you're going to kill off Dre Do it this season because it's like At this point it's like he's lost All his appeal as a bad guy To me so <laughs> I think this, what? This is... That whole graveyard scene He lost everything Yeah the, this the season to kill him off um, I do I do feel like Kanan is going to die this season still. Oh, um, whoa. That was, really? That was my no. prediction. That was my prediction at the start of the season. Like, I feel like he's going to die because I know 50 Cent was talking about taking more of a background role and directing in season six. So that's what made me think he's probably going to die this season. So no, he can, he can direct and still be in the show. He'll be fine. He's not going anyway. He's too egotistical. He, he can, you know, he can die. I mean, he can um, stay alive and, and direct, but I don't know. Uh, something tells me a big death is coming this season, and if they want to, like, make his it's thing, it has, it's to be, it has to be one it's of the trio. You said, you said, you said, Tommy? He has, he has too many people after him, and he's too emotional. Every time he gets emotional, dumb stuff happens. He can think. He's really smart, but his emotions get ahead of him. Even the whole thing with him and his father. And he remembered that then, even in the car, which he knew the whole time that Tariq was the one who snitched, but he never said anything. So he's not dumb. He's just too emotional. And he has too many people after him, and his father is sitting there like, oh, my son's an idiot. And remember that whole scene when with the with the gun that started out the episode and he told him to go shoot between the best friend and his son that oh, yeah. he imagined now was attached to after what 10 20 years of never seeing him he was like oh i'm gonna shoot you instead i love my son and him in the car and he's like i know that there wasn't any bullets in there it was light. you have to believe me that whole thing he's playing everyone and and I feel that Tommy knows this, but he's too emotional. He doesn't have anyone. Remember, even he's trying to run back to Lala Anthony, and Lala's like, nah, I'm good. So, no. It, no, he's dying. Yeah, I, I, I did I did want to ask y'all a quick question. Hopefully I'm not going too off topic, Gary. Uh, do y'all think that the Italians are going to make a return this season, or are they gone for good? Because I think that once they find out that Teresi ratted on Tommy, they may they, they were they were already suspicious that he had ratted about them, but they didn't do nothing at that point in time. So, do you think they're going to return, or are they they pretty much done this season? Uh, no, they'll, they'll. I think they'll return. I think they'll definitely make um, make an appearance. You mean Vincent and them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're we're, we're definitely going to see more of them. Um, yeah, I, I definitely uh, think so. Um, we'll we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, I just want to uh, continue what Dana was saying. Um, yeah. I I don't feel like they'll kill Tommy yet. If anything, he might get busted. He might get arrested. But I, I don't think Tommy is going anywhere just yet. You know, in in terms of the show. Wait a um, second. 
I got it. Based off of what you just said. What's Remember that? how uh, they had the story about how they sent Kanan to jail? Mm-hmm. How, you know, Tasha knew about it. Yeah, everybody knew about it, but Kanan. So this whole thing that Kanan is doing, building the distrust between trying to get Ghost and, and uh, Tommy off the same, same page, and then you know now Ghost is doing the whole money thing with Tommy again the illegally. So if he stops doing that um, and Tommy ends up going down and he does get taken out, well, that is a way for him to go away and get put, put in jail at that point because – and then he's going to think, oh, well, Ghost was behind this. I thought I could have trusted him. That would uh, – that's a possibility as well. Um, but, yeah, we have to wait and see what they do with that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that that's definitely an angle that they they can probably play up with Kanan because we know that he has some unresolved hatred over that whole thing of them sending him to prison and stuff. So mm-hmm. he, he's probably definitely going to use that at some point. Um, but yeah, okay, let, let's get to uh, uh, actually let's get to Angela first before we get to Tommy. So. They like the past few weeks, they've been making my girl Angela look very bad in the show. Like she's been looking bad. Like, you know, she'd been sleeping with people. She's the the case she was working on got like just taken away from her, you know, by the person she slept with and everything. Like she's been looking very bad. Um, but this episode, she's actually, you know, she's actually coming up with with a plan and she's she's putting things in motion. So she approached Tommy. And she removed the, you know, the tracker from his his car and everything. Um, and then, you know, obviously later on we see Tommy, he visits her and then he gets the tracker back. And we'll talk about why after. But yeah, uh, what do you feel about Angela this episode? Because at the end of the last episode, she met she met up with Dre. At, I mean, sorry, uh Jamie at the end. And um, same thing kind of happens this episode as well. Um and it just seems like she's got a new spring in her step now. It seems like she's started to take actions and she's, you know, because um, now that she knows that, you know, Sax and Mark kind of have have it in for her and, and that they're working on things behind her back and everything, it seems like she's kind of trying to take control a little bit. Um, and that could be very dangerous for her, but I like seeing her, you know, uh, be taking more actions and doing more things to protect herself but what do you would you guys think of angela in this episode go ahead dana you're muted i'm muted sorry i feel that angela is desperate and you know how you have that fight or or flight response right now she's fighting so she's doing everything in her ability to come out on top and to beat remember she has this investigation that's going on with her that she basically got wind of remember there there was that scene in the um what do you call it the police precinct between her and her team and they wanted to shut down the case and the whole thing with the tracker and them knowing that she was investigating and she hid the evidence thing uh, so right now she's doing everything that she possibly can to get people to help her. And that is the only reason why she went and pulled the tracker from um, Tommy's car. Uh, right now, I think that the extra spring in her step is also contributed to her thinking that she has Jamie back. She thinks that, you know, her and Jamie are going to be a thing now. Remember, they got really bold and started meeting each other in daylight at the sneaker store. I thought that was really bold of both of them because they're being told to stay away from each other. Remember, Proctor is very upset about that. Um, So that's the only thing. My thing is that she's just trying to not be convicted and arrested and have these charges that are soon going to be brought against her. So she's doing everything that she possibly can to have a connection, to make friends. If she ends up, you know, trying to talk to Kanan in the next episode, I won't even be surprised anymore. But um, I just feel that right now she's going to end up digging herself into a deeper hole. And it's going to lead to her downfall, which is going to make me happy. So I like the way this is going. No, uh, I don't want a downfall for her. But yeah, uh, 
Rich, what's well, your no, thought? No, I didn't say for her death. I just said downfall. Prison. Yay. Yeah, I, I guess that's a step in the right direction. You're not wishing her death. So that's good. Um, Rich, what's your thoughts on Angela? Uh, I also agree with Dana. Uh, Angela is headed for a downfall. Um, yeah, she's doing all this stuff now to try to protect herself, but the also now we know about the whole thing with them searching the house to try to find, and they, they discovered that uh, Tasha's gun was missing. So that situation is not over. Um, we're going to get to that, obviously, in the next episode. We'll see what the fallout of that whole thing is. But um, with Angela, yeah, I, she, I, I would say she's made a lot, a lot of bad decisions, not just in the couple episodes. I would say ever since the season has started and before that. Uh, and the thing is, like you have, like, like like Dana said, you know, meeting Jamie in broad daylight, and then at the end of this episode, Jamie shows up to her at, at, to her apartment. Now we all know that this other agent that has 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 it in for Angela. We all know that at any point she could stop by Angela's house. She could see her in broad daylight, and then if you see her with Jamie, like, oh, hold on a second, that right there is an issue. So um, I don't. I think I don't think she's she's being safe about how she's operating right now, and it definitely is going to lead to a downfall sooner or later. Now she may be able to help Tasha get out of the situation with the gun, but ultimately the the whole thing with that evidence and the fact that they made such a big deal about that evidence, I really think all of this is going to come back on her. It, it's just a matter of time, um, and. For them to know that she's still associated with St. Patrick, that's not good. She, she she can she can go down hard for this. So we'll see what happens. But it, the way it's playing out is it definitely will not lead to a happy ending for either her or Jamie. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like something uh, bad is inevitable for her because there is, like, the odds are really stacked against her. I just hope that, because we're, we're seeing a broken Jamie and we're seeing uh, an Angela that's kind of on a, a on a downslope, I'm just hoping that we can reach a, a pivotable point in this season where they both uplift each other and they rise together and you know they they start to manipulate and calculate a lot of things together like that's what i want to see i want to see you know the uh the the super couple you know the the the, the bad version of jay-z and beyonce kind of thing like you know the evil version um that's what i want to see but i don't know if that's where they're gonna go uh with this but so let's transition over to tommy so you know um Angela does meet up with Tommy and she she takes the tracker um and then later on in the episode there's a scene with Tom Tommy and uh Teresi and it's it's a very interesting scene because Teresi essentially um you know he owns up to the fact that he would snitch if it would benefit him and I'm not sure what would make him say that to, to to Tommy, knowing that he's actually snitching on him. But that kind of you see you see Tommy's expression after that conversation, and that really it seems like it plants a seed in his mind. And then we see Tommy visit Angela at her apartment, and you know uh, it's a very it's a very entertaining scene because Angela's like, "What the hell is he doing here? Why does he know where I live?" And then, you know, he asks for the tracker and he takes the tracker back. And uh, one thing I like is when he he, he points out the fact that uh, Angela's plant has moved. He's, he makes like a small comment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's that's so Tommy. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what do you think he plans to do with this tracker? And what what has that? conversation with Teresi done to him like what what do you think he's gonna decide to do now like based on uh the fact that his alleged father has admitted to snitching like or you know snitching to save himself uh what did you make of that rich so in, in regards to that um I'm not really 100% sure. I think they can go uh, two different directions. 
I, I would assume that he will probably track you use the tracker if he knows Teresi is going somewhere, use the tracker. But I, you know, I, I figured just as easily he could follow him, but he can't not use his same car if he does that. But I, I figured he could use the tracker, try and see where, where, where he's going. And then he can get confirmation that his father, that his father was talking to these other guys. Um, he can use it that way, or they can try to use it to, I don't know, track down some of the Jimenez, some people that they might be after. But for right now, I because they can't seem to find Dre. You can't seem to know where he's at. Oh yeah, well Jamie knows where he's at. He's in his same business meeting, so that's that, that's off the table. But um, I I just think yeah, he probably would use it on to to keep track of Teresi, where he's at, who he's trying to figure out, who he's talking to, so on and so forth. Um, that would be the only way that I could think of. I'm pretty sure though, y'all might have some better ideas as to where they're going with this tracker. My question with the tracker is like, how does it actually work? Because it's like, how did they not discover like when when Angela takes it from Tommy's car? How did the people tracking it not discover that it's either turned off or now it's with Angela? Like, That's true. That's a good question. So I, I have no idea. They're not tracking Angela. They're tracking him. So they don't know that Angela took the tracker off. But I mean, if it's not in his car anymore, then like obviously something like no, the must... tracker the tracker is still technically on. They don't know that it's not detached from the car. So anytime if you're holding the tracker and you're walking around, I don't know, say a block, that's they're gonna think the car is walking around in a block. So my whole thing is I think that they're gonna use the tracker to probably set up um either the Italians or some other people that are that's after them. Okay. Like, I still don't understand because if she takes the tracker, that means if it's let's assume the tracker is still on, they're gonna view see... the tracker as your phone. Say, I put a tracker on your phone, it's the same concept. So, anytime you have possession of the tracker and you're walking around with it, I can see where you're at. Yeah, so they would see that it's at Angela's house because that's where the tracker was, right? If the tracker is on, so. Okay, so you're saying she, she turned it off? Probably, most likely. But if the, if they turned it off, wouldn't that be cause for concern? Because then that means he found the tracker, and they're yeah. tracking him. So yeah. So they like shouldn't they be looking into that anyway? I don't think that the writers are going to make it that overly complicated. They're going to just make it real simple and be like, "Oh, the tracker's still on." Let's not pay attention to basics of all oh, the tracker was turned off and make this a big thing. I think that they're going to just, you know, write it in as, oh, there's a track in the car. She took the tracker, and anytime there's movement, we can see the tracker. Or remember how you said the tracker was in front of her house? Maybe she didn't think of that whole concept, and that'll also contribute to her downfall. Why was you over there? Yeah, I don't know. Like, either way, it seems like uh, sloppy writing. But yeah, um, I mean, what so so? What do you think is going to happen with the tracker next? Like, what do you think Tommy's motive is here? This is how we get the Italians. Maybe they ended up. Maybe they end up having some type of setup. We're through the tracker. They think that they're tracking, you know, the car, and it ends up being some type of setup. I don't know, and it ends up distracting them from following Tommy. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like Tommy's probably going to use it on Teresi somehow but I just don't know how because it's like how can he use the tracker like how can he even see like you know he it seems like he would have to visit Angela again to try and track it so maybe but you think actually perfect if he uses the tracker to Teresi for Teresi right and he puts it in Teresi's car he can see whether or not Teresi keeps going back to the police station and I'm, keeps going to be an informant so be, yeah that could to be able to follow the tracker, he's going to have to visit Angela again to help him, right? Well, he visited her once. You think that's the last time of their encounter? Well, that's going to be very interesting to see. So, if he uses it, he can use it against Teresi to see whether or not this is true. Because remember, he's not dumb. He's just emotional. So, I think in the back of his mind, he knows his father is not 
coming with open arms. And he's going to use this as proof. Okay. So what's the what's the ultimate fate of Teresi right now? You guys think he's he's out of here? Like you think he's gonna die? I do, but it would be more beneficial if he does die either by Tommy's hand or if he does die and the damage is already done to Tommy in the sense of Tommy's already been taken down and arrested and Tommy in the jail really puts everything together and realizes everything and then say from the jail orders to hit on his father. No, I, I, uh, I, I, I think the simple fact that they introduced the gravesite where Teresi took Tommy to show where his parents were, and he made mention of, I'm going to put Connie here, and I'm going to be there right next to her. Yeah, I think that's foreshadowing that he probably will get killed at some point, and you may see Tommy going back to that gravesite to, uh, you know, have a look at it again, I guess. But we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's going to get interesting from here. Um, but I like that. I like this new Tommy They're They're actually making making him think and they're making him appear, you know, smarter than what they used to, because he there was a point in power where he was just like a dumb, drugged up drug dealer, you know. Um, but yeah, like he's he's much more. Uh, calculating in this season, I think, and uh, I like that. Like, he's definitely one of the strongest people in the show right now, I think, for sure. So, uh, very interested to see what happens next and where it goes. But, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we end off the show? Rich? Oh, no, I was just gonna say, um, a great episode of Power. Uh, once again, I enjoyed Kendrick's performance. Uh, hopefully, he makes a return if they, if it's necessary, if they find a good way to put him back in in the storyline. And um, looking forward to seeing what happens next week. And yeah, once again, excellent, excellent scene between Tommy and Tariq. That's that for me was the highlight of the episode. So I'm very curious to see which direction they take things now. Cool. Dana? Um, it was a very good episode. It was very efficient. I like how there wasn't any type of boring parts. Everything moved very smoothly and everything that was included needed to be included. They didn't leave out anything that was, you know, that needed to be put in and they didn't have something in there that just didn't need to be in the scene. So I like this episode very much. I look forward to see what happens, especially between the relationship um, with um, Angela and Oh my God, her name is slipping my my head. The wife, the ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife. Tasha. Yes, sorry, Tasha. It completely just I went blank because that whole wink that she got when the, when the when she went to go remember when the police detective was calling to make sure the gun was reported stolen, and she gave that wink in the elevator. I think that wink is going to lead up to something more. I want to see what's what's more is brewing, and um, I like the relationship between her and the guy gonna be interesting as gary you, would say what you, you would say you, you mean you mean you mean you mean uh trifling terry yes trifling terry you know <laughs> trifling. he may be trifling but he came through with that cake after they put in the wrong order oh yeah oh yeah he came through with the cake and the candles people forget the candles he had the candles <laughs> well, well so, wait, hold on hold on he, he brought the wrong cake they ordered the wrong cake I thought they ordered the wrong cake first, and then he had to get the cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Remember they placed the order in. Remember the baker guy said, oh, it's going to be two. It's that time of year. We're going to get the strawberry for Raina and, like, the other one for the boy. And she started crying in the middle of the, the bakery shop. You know, I, I found that interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did find that interesting. That uh, I, I thought I kind of felt like that scene was uh, – I've seen stuff like that happen in shows before. So I was like, uh, they had to do that, right? It's a gut but punch. I liked it. I liked yeah. it because, you know, the whole thing was called Happy Birthday, and it was honestly the worst birthday you could have. <laughs> yes, yes. So I really appreciated how they did it. I appreciated the fact the cake was wrong. I liked how he came in as, like, Captain Save-A-Hole with the right cake and the candles. Man, remembered the candles. 
Um, <laughs> and then was, I'm her lawyer. And the mother was just in the corner all frowning, but she didn't say anything when he, once he said, I'm the lawyer. She kept her mouth shut. Um, I look forward to see what's going on with that relationship and the relationship with Angela and, and her. That should be really interesting and see if she like tries to lean on Tasha for help. Because remember, everyone in the police force hates Angela. And oh, yeah. even the captain was like, Angela knows that we know. And it was all looking glum. So <laughs> I'm serious. So I would like to see. I wonder if she's going to end up leaning on Tasha. And Tasha's going to be like, bye. You screwed my husband. Get out. I don't need you anymore. Oh, that's so. true. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Very good episode. Yeah, so, very good uh, episode. Do we all agree that this is probably one of the better episodes this season? Yeah, um, you didn't like Super Friends? Say that again. You didn't like when they were Super Friends, hanging out in the car together, going to each other's apartments, eating Chinese <laughs> pizza, getting shot together, remembering the old times? No, nah, I mean, you know, it, I, I think the, I, the season definitely started out kind of shaky a little bit, but yeah, this was a powerful episode. And um, I hope it represents a turning point in the in the series, and it, you know it starts to get that magic back again. You know, because there was a point in time where this show was just number one. You know, nothing was messing with power, and I want it to be that show again because I I feel like there's too many people criticizing it this season. Oh no, Gary! It, you said you said that everybody is watching The Affair, so that's I guess that's the that's the new show now. No. Like, I, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but the affair is trash this season. So. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you speak truth? <sighs> kind of weird, especially during the last season when you almost slept with his daughter. But that's whoa, 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 that's too yeah, much. That, that's that's definitely about that. That's for another show, but yeah, that's for another show. Swimming pools. Oh dear. <laughs> All right, uh, I you know I I'm I'm sorry I know we're about to wrap up. I, this is one last question. I have to ask this question because I, I'm curious if I'm the only one that that really thinks this. Ever since we had the episode where we had this discussion about the rumor of well, Kanan is probably to reach that. I know that Courtney Kemp used that whole thing to say that they're twins. I for some reason. And I have to go back and see the other episodes in the other seasons. For some reason, I have never heard them mention anything about them being twins until this season. So, have you got? Ha, ha, has either one of you heard them mention this in prior seasons? Because I feel like them just mentioning it, it now is a point to deflect, so that later in the season, when it is revealed, O'Kanan oh, is the daddy, then it's a big surprise to some. But yeah. I have never, I, I haven't really noticed this in, in, in previous seasons, unless I'm the only one. So I wanted to ask that question. Yeah, I, I never really noticed them say that before. Um, I always assumed Tariq was older and Reyna was younger. Um, so the twin thing is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something they threw in later, like, just, you know, to be like, oh, maybe we should say they're twins, actually. You know, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't originally part of the plan. And yeah. they just decided to go with that. But also, what does twins have to do with the mama sleeping with Canaan? He got twin babies. Congratulations. That is like the lamest excuse ever. Oh, that's not Canaan's <laughs> twin. Because Canaan can't have twins. I don't I don't understand that logic at all. I'm confused. But yeah, Canaan, I wouldn't mind if he's the baby daddy. That would drive Jamie even more crazy. And by the way, the kids were ungrateful. So be free, Jamie. You have nothing to tie you down anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That whole, whole episode was just an explanation as to why you don't have kids. They're ungrateful. That whole argument was like, look what I did for you. I was a drug dealer, yes, but look at everything that you have. Those Jordans, you didn't buy them. I bought them. And he's like, oh, but I guess Raina would be angry if she knew you was a drug dealer. And he was like, well, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't mind because those kids are ungrateful. So 
let them be Canaan's because Canaan is ungrateful. They're just like their father. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just want to. You know, That's good. Someone, I like that. Go ahead, Gary. I like that. I kind of agree with Dana. And as someone who doesn't even have kids, please let me give everyone parental advice. Um, <laughs> I I don't think people should be spoiling their kids, you know, because. That's what happens. They always turn out ungrateful because they don't know what it's like to struggle. They don't know what it's like to have somebody say no to them. They don't know what it's like to have someone, you know, bring out the belt and, you know, <laughs> behind. So they, they... You know who kids? Their kids, their father should have actually been Lace. Then they would be grateful. <laughs> Laces, yeah. Yeah. Let those kids be the the pair the do, the the children of lace. They would be so appreciative to get some Jordans. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But um, yeah. Any more final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Oh no, that's it. Definitely looking forward to uh, recording our next show uh, in the next few days. Definitely and. Like I said, we will be back on schedule for the next show, so don't worry about it. You know, we'll you, you can uh, come and look up the the powercast right after the episode airs, and you know you will see it this week. I promise you. So, um, thanks for being patient, everyone, and 